You're listening to the Savvy Social Podcast, the show for budding entrepreneurs who want to understand the how and the why of social media marketing. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to episode number 55 of the Savvy Social Podcast. Our show is brought to you by Social Report. Now, Social Report is the world's most complete social media management tool, and it's my tool of choice when it comes to everything from scheduling to reporting, all the things on social media. I love to use Social Report for a good portion of it. Now, you can check them out for yourself for free by going to socialreport.com or you can just click the link in the show notes. Now, today on the show, I have special guest, Ashley Gartland. Now, Ashley Gartland, for those of you who don't know, she works with service-based entrepreneurs whose businesses are experiencing some success, but kind of feel like a hot mess behind the scenes. And she really helps them figure out what's holding them back, take things to the next level, and keep everything simple and streamlined. And so you guys know I love simple. I love streamlined. So I had to get her on the show. Ashley has been an entrepreneur since the age of 22 when she got her start as a freelance food writer. After writing and editing, event planning, public relations, digital publishing, she launched her coaching practice to help overwhelm entrepreneurs grow their business by doing less, but better. Ashley's work has been featured in the Oprah magazine, Oh. Uh, Huffington Post, Being Boss. She's appeared on the Startup Sessions, Courage and Clarity, the Empire Podcast, so much more. Now, Ashley and I really dig into talking about keeping things simple and streamlined. We talk about everything from Instagram to Facebook groups, and really a lot of the mindset behind us as entrepreneurs and the feelings of that we have to do everything. Because guess what? We don't. So listen in for that. Uh, But before we get into the show, we're headed into August. This is August 1st, and I am so excited for what's happening in the Savvy Social School for August. We are launching the Growth Challenge. Now, the Growth Challenge was made for you. And my goal is that you will have an increased sense of confidence around social media, that you'll actually create posts that are comment worthy, and that you'll grow your audience. And not just any audience members, we want action takers. I want you to have people who will like, I want you to have people who will comment, I want you to have people who will DM you, who will buy your products, watch your YouTube videos, listen to your podcasts, the right people. You feel me? So if this This is a heck yes from you. Join us in the school. You can go to SavvySocialSchool.com to check out what we're all about. All right, let's dive into this interview with Ashley Gartland. Hey, Ashley, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I really love your business model and like kind of your mantra and all of the things you talk about because we love keeping things simple here as well. Um, So let's just start at the beginning. How did, what is your path towards kind of like being that simplified business owner? Like what, what brought you to this? (laughs) I'll try and keep this story short because it spans more than a decade. Uh, So I got into entrepreneurship pretty early on right out of college. And I really wanted to, to give it a try to set my own schedule, to have the freedom and flexibility and to 
find really fulfilling work. And so I was a journalism major and decided I would give a, a try at freelance writing, which ended up also encompassing some public relations work and event planning. And there were quite a few things that I did over the next um, decade or so in that business. And, and I really liked it. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Uh, there's always this piece that was missing for me. And I missed connecting with people. I miss supporting other people uh, and, you know, leadership and like all these different things that I had really had my hands in before becoming a freelance writer. And so I, I started just putting feelers out and I started following breadcrumbs and paying attention to where they led me and, and where they led me to was coaching. You know, I wasn't aware that I was already coaching business owners <laughs> as kind of a mentor informally. And, and when I found out that it was a, a thing that people were out there helping other people build their businesses. I really dove in and went and got my coach training and, and then started to build the second business and eventually closed my freelance writing business and now focus exclusively on helping business owners, mostly service-based business owners, um, simplify and streamline their business. Yeah. So what are some of the problems that people have, like new business owners when they come to you? Like, what are they struggling with? Like, what is, what does a complex business look like, I guess, is my question. And then what does a simple one look like? So most of my my people have been in business for like two to five years, roughly. Usually they're around the two year mark. So they've actually experienced some success. And for some of them, they experienced really rapid success and they didn't quite have the things set up behind the scenes to make their business work. So, you know, they're feeling like they're spread way too thin. They're feeling like they can't make their business work in the hours that they have available. They're feeling like things are slipping through the cracks, whether that's, you know, taking care of their clients or opportunities for growth. They're feeling also like um, they've got some things on the back burner in their business that is n they're not seeing the light and they really want to pursue the next level of their business, but they just can't figure out how to make that actually happen with the way things are going now. So I step in and we look at their business model. We make sure that it's really intentionally designed to provide them with growth and fulfillment and freedom. And then we put smart systems in place in their business to make sure that everything's running like a uh, well-oiled machine behind the scenes. And then we talk about, okay, how are you going to grow? Like, let's get to some of those big picture projects and let's tackle them in a way that doesn't become overwhelming again for you. Okay. I love everything you just said. Like <laughs> I relate so hard to, um, you know, just like with my business, I just dove right into it. And then a couple of years in, I was like, okay, we've got we've to fix some of these things because it can be hard. Like, especially if you just keep saying yes to everything. And as much as we want to do all of the things, we've got to have systems in place that support the business that we want to have. So I'm so glad there's someone like you to like help businesses. I, I did it the hard way figured yeah. out myself it took way <laughs> longer I'm gonna say that right now um, but you know to have someone like you to like guide them through that process and save them some time and heartache and all of that stuff mm -hmm. uh, you're like a lifesaver <laughs> yeah like I so enjoy the work because it if I can see my clients visibly relax like I can see their shoulders going down on the calls I can hear them breathing a little bit better and knowing that they they've got to a place where their business is more sustainable for the long haul is such a gift for me to be able to give them. Right. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about how that relates to social media. So, you know, some of the businesses that you work with or even yourself, um, what are some of the challenges with social media? And then we'll talk a little bit about how we can kind of make those a little easier. Yeah. So for both myself and my clients, you know, my first business was in the dinosaur age. There was no Instagram. Like I had 
a blog that I occasionally posted to. I wasn't on Facebook. Like there wasn't a lot that I needed to do social media wise. So when I jumped into the second business and everyone was like, you need to be everywhere. You need to be posting daily. You need to be on stories and Facebook live and you need a Facebook group. And I was just so incredibly overwhelmed. So I did what everybody does, right? You dive in, you try and do all these things and you're spread too thin. And then I took a step back and really thought like, where does it make sense for me to show up? What what's going to work best for me and how can I streamline this so it's still so I still have a presence on social media and it's still effective but it's not taking over my life. Mm-hmm. And that's really where a lot of my clients are at too. Like they'll come to me and they're like I'm on five different channels and well I don't really use these ones but I feel like I should be doing so much more and and they're just like they're trying to do so many things that they're not doing anything well. So mm-hmm. that's where we take a step back and evaluate what's the right fit for them, both their personality and also where their clients are hanging out and also what's driving results. And then we let some stuff go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I like that letting stuff go. So for you, like what's your favorite platform or two, like where do you tend to spend your time on social media? Yeah, For me, it's Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, I really, even though I was a word person, I really love visual communication, you know, that happens on Instagram and the connections that you can build there. So I play around there a lot, just sharing and engaging with people. And then I run a Facebook group because one of the things that I identified early on was I really love bringing people together and sharing information and resources and helping them make connections. And so a Facebook group is like a very great tool to be able to do that. And I run it in a really simple way. So it's, you know, I think there's a big fear that when you do a Facebook group, it's going to suck all the time and energy out of you. And it doesn't have to, if you do it in a streamlined way and you have some boundaries in place. Okay. Let's talk about that because I have a Facebook group as well. And I do find that it can feel like a lot of work sometimes, um, especially since the, it's more community focused and that it's like a little different of a content strategy. So what, can you give us like one or two tips for, um, you know, making a Facebook group easier and, um, like you said, creating the boundaries so that it's not overtaking other areas of our business and life? Yeah. So I think that there's been a lot of communication, like with, me with my community and saying like, here's what this group is for and here's what it's not for. It's not going to be a big promo fest. It's not going to be just shouting yourself out over and over again. This is a place to build connections. It's a place to ask questions, a place to get support. And so that already eliminates a lot of the, the posting that happens in there, right? Like posting is very intentional inside my group. So you aren't going to go in and see 25 new posts means I'm also not keeping up with 25 new posts every hour or so. So that's helpful. Like I communicate that with them. But then with myself, I said like, this is some boundaries I'm going to have in place here. I'm not going to have the Facebook group open all day. I'm not going to be in here all day posting. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to post once a day. I'm going to make sure that that is really consistent quality content. I'm going to show up once a week on live stream. And that's what I'm going to do. Like that's my commitment. And then when I want to, if I have a moment of inspiration and I want to go in a little more than I will. Or if I'm doing something like leading a challenge in the group, then I show up with a lot more frequency. But otherwise, I know exactly what my container is and I show up and I rinse and repeat week after week. Yeah, I like that. And I think that it's really important to highlight that your boundaries are what make, what you're comfortable with. And so I think a lot of times as business people, especially with the power of social media, we can like look at what other people are doing and go, oh man, I should do that. But what you've done instead is said, okay, this is what I want the group to look like. And here are, here's what I'm going to do to contribute to that. And so you're able to kind of like keep yourself in check, set up those boundaries and, you know, still have a, amazing community that you are doing exactly what you said um which is connecting with people that's what you want to do so i really like that yeah um 
So do you have any advice for um, new businesses or businesses who have been doing it for a while? Um, if they are, you know, just getting started with social media, and I really want this advice to be kind of focused in on what you said earlier, which is uh, connecting with people. Um, what's one tip that you would give to a business owner for connecting with people on social media? Like what's some of the things that you do to make sure that you're successful with building those connections? I think that the best advice that I have there is like, let it be easy. So, you know, within my Facebook group, when I get a new member in, I will quickly go check out their page. I'll see what their business is about. I send them a really quick message. It says, I'm so glad you found the group. It's coming from me. It's not a robot. Like it's actually me messaging them. And I ask them a couple of questions. Like if I see that they're interested in particular things, or I'm curious about a part of their business, I just ask a question and I start dialoguing with them. And sometimes those conversations lead to us jumping on a call. Sometimes it, they become a client. Sometimes it just is a nice way for me to bring them into the group and then they feel really welcomed and then they start engaging. So that's a really good example. And you could do the same thing on Instagram too. Oh my gosh, the personal touch. I love it. I think that this is something that's, that more people should do these days because it does feel a little bit like broadcasty on social media right mm -hmm. now where it's like everybody's like sharing their own stuff and not really paying attention to other people. So the fact that you're taking a few minutes probably doesn't take too long to yeah. just like look at their page, send them a comment, ask a few questions really goes a lot farther than, you know, what other people are doing, um, which is just kind of like a me, me, me mentality. So yeah, I really like that. Yeah. And it's like coming from a place of curiosity, right? Like I'm not going into those messages and saying like, how can I sell you? I'm, I'm going to those messages saying like, I'm so curious what brought you to the group. Like, what are you trying to simplify? Or I'll look at their business and say, I love that you do this in your business. How did you come up with that? Like, I actually want to get to know the person and their business. And then if the conversation leads to working together down the road, fine. And if not, then again, they're like a really great engaged community member. Yeah. And the engaged part I think is really important because that really brings people out of their shell a little bit. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. For me, I'm very introverted, so sometimes I join groups and I just kind of hang back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a really good thing. Another thing that I see that I I don't wouldn't say that I do this particularly well, but I've seen other people doing this is really like as you get to know your group members, tagging them and bringing them into conversations. It's something that I I definitely it's it's on my mind. I don't do it regularly, but when you see an opportunity to say like, hey, this person would be a great resource for you, or this is someone you should connect with, I think that's such a powerful thing you can do as well. Right. Oh, that's good. Like connecting other people. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Which I love doing in networking, but you know, like bringing it to the social media world, like why not tag someone that you know is amazing and let them answer the question. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that strategy. Really, really good. Um, so can you tell us a little bit more about um, when you have a client and let's say they're just like completely burned out and I'm maybe asking this a little bit from a personal place because I've been there before. So I kind of know what the answer should be um, or could be. But uh, so let's say you get someone they're completely burned out and they want to do social media, but they're not sure what to cut. Like how do you decide which areas you should cut back on first or how do you decide where you should put that energy after you're starting to cut back? Yeah. So I think first you kind of, you need to do an audit basically, right? You need to say, okay, here's all the platforms that I'm on and which ones do I like, which ones energize me and which ones are driving results. Like I look at it through two lenses, like which one's fun for me to hang on and which one doesn't feel like a drain, but also which makes sense. Like where am I getting clients from? Where am I building my communities from? Who's opting into certain things that I'm doing from these platforms? 
So we look at both of those things and almost always the answer is very clear. Like two will rise to the top. And then some of the other things might be kind of something you put on the back burner. You know, you're going to focus on one or two platforms really well and go for depth, not breadth. And then once you feel like you've got a handle on those or you can outsource some parts of those, um, the engagement or, you know, the posting that you can outsource to a team member or something, then you could add a third. But that's what my recommendation is. Look at where you're energized. Look at what makes sense, what's driving results for you, and then pick one or two. Yes. Okay. This is exactly what I said in a previous episode. Like, I love everything that you said, and I want to really highlight that. So if you're listening, scroll back 30 seconds, listen to it again, because this is really important stuff, you guys. You've got to focus on, I think you said, depth, not breadth. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's really important to, you know, really dig into the areas that you naturally like or that are profitable instead of trying all the things and having a cycle of being burned out. So mm-hmm. I really appreciate that advice. I think the reason that we don't do this is because we are fall into comparison trap, right? Where we look at other people's businesses and we see their little social icons and we're like, they're everywhere and they're posting everywhere and they're engaging everywhere. Well, they, they might be a superwoman, right? Like that might actually be going on, but they probably also have a team or they have a marketing division of their business. They have someone handling that for them. So if you're a solopreneur or you're doing most of the things yourself and you want to have your hands in your social media, then again, go back to like the one or two things and do them really well. And then you can move forward with a bigger plan down the road. Yeah. So a good point to make, cause that like, that's what we do for our private clients. So if you see some, you know, coaches out there, influencers who look everywhere, they probably have hired an agency to help them with that, <laughs> or they've outsourced something else, like you said, so that they can spend more time yeah. on social. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, good. So I want to talk for a second about your simplified marketing plan training, because I think a lot of people will be really interested in streamlining their marketing. So can you tell us what that's all about? Yeah. So, you know, as my clients get coming to me, they were feeling so incredibly overwhelmed. I wanted to give them this tool that would allow them to organize all the marketing activities in their business in one place. So I created this Trello board that's organized by time. So we look at what activities you're going to do daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and for some people annually as well. And we organized all the activities there. So what's nice about this is it it shows you both the day-to-day and the big picture at one glance. And it incorporates social media because it's usually what you're doing day-to-day or maybe week-to-week, but it also gives you the space to consider some of the bigger picture marketing activities that you want to be doing and see how it all fits together into one puzzle and make sure that you have the time and energy to tackle all of that. Yeah, I think that's so important to to really um, emphasize the big picture strategy because sometimes we get stuck in like, oh, well, we have to post something today on social media. And it's like, well, does that fit into your bigger picture plan? Because then you may be wasting time, you know? Um, so I think it is really important to take that time, what I call CEO time, mm-hmm. and, you know, sit down and, and work out your marketing plan that works for you simple, easy, and something that you can actually implement. So you guys, I'm going to have a link to the simplified marketing plan training um, and the template in the show notes. So definitely check that out. It's a really good place to start. And even if you just need a refresher, I definitely suggest um, checking it out so that you can get all the good stuff there. Um, Thanks so much, Ashley, for joining us today. How else can we connect with you? I'm on Instagram at Ashley Gartland. Um, My Facebook group that we talked a little bit about is called The Simplified Entrepreneur. So I'd love to see some of your audience in there connecting and engaging. And then my website is ashleymgartland.com. So if you 
you know, want to check out more about what I do and how I help people simplify their business, you can head there. Fantastic. And all those links will be in the show notes as well. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Savvy Social Podcast. For links and everything we talked about, please check out the show notes by visiting SavvySocialPodcast.com. And don't be afraid to continue the conversation. I'd love to have you inside of the Facebook group. You can search for us on Facebook or simply go to SavvySocialCrew.com. See you there. Bye for now.